podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, yeah, this is the Talking Tactics podcast. End of the group stage World Cup podcast, however you want to call it, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, my name's Daniel. It's your boy, double to that HHH. Triple H, okay. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter, at Talking Tactics, Instagram, Talking Tactics, Facebook, SoundCloud. Um, if you're on iTunes, leave us a review, and when the World Cup is over, we'll do a big like review show of what's gone on in the meantime. Like I think Chelsea might sign like the Golovin kid. I think that might be news from today, but uh, we'll leave that one for later. Um, now, I know in, in 2010, Italy didn't make the, the round of 16. Mm. In, tw- in 2014, Spain didn't make it. Now, nobody saw that coming, but not in the same way that I think Germany had this year. You couldn't beat South Korea, guys. <laughs> like no no disrespect to our friends in South Korea, right? But no disrespect. I love I, I love Korean food and Korean. You bodies. are the defending World Cup champions. You made the Euro semis. Like this is not supposed to happen in this way. And all you have to do is win, and you're through. Um, Mexico got spared here. Yo, have you seen the videos of like uh, Mexicans going to the South Korean embassy in Mexico? And they're just getting basically the South Korean ambassadors drunk, wasted. They're just having a, a big party. It's like uh, it's like Mexico and South Korea coming together because they somehow combined to eliminate Germany. But I don't even know what to say. I was watching the game and it was just is this Look, happening? Um, is this no, real life? Um, like Noya is, is the goat. He was he was playing left left wing. No, 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 no. He's the, he's the goat, he's the goat, he's the goat, he's the goat, he's the goat. So have the psychology to play left wing because your team is desperate for a goal, you're the goat. Do you watch futsal? Yeah, sometimes. Do you know when like, they fly five, the goalkeeper? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that it, he basically did that. I, so I, it was it's clever. It's almost like they, they they do this in uh in ice hockey as well. Shout out to the Canadians out there. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they take out the goalkeeper and they put in another position player. That way, you know, it's like five on six. I mean, futsal, they do the same thing. Noyan is not supposed to do that, really. Although, shout out to Carl, because he called it beforehand. He was like, Noyan's going to snap, and you're going to see him in, in midfield. It's a good idea, kind of, but it's also a bad idea in actuality. No, 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 no because but, like, at that point, it's like, look, guys, let's just go crazy. We need a goal. <laughs> Everyone attack. So for Doya, he was like, you know what? Sports. Everyone, you mean like all no, 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 of literally every every German that has ever lived attack. So um, yeah, man, it was like, where's Klinsmann at? Where's yeah, man, like Bernd Muller, all those dudes, man. get them all. In. Like every German that's existed, like, we're world, world attacking, man. Not and not everyone that would that would open up a, a Pandora. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Evil. Well, not every, <laughs> not every. <laughs> okay, I mean, every, I did I didn't say every Germany. There's, I mean, there's, some, you know, I mean, so there's <laughs> more focus, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the 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 thirties and forties wasn't that good in Germany. Yeah, man, it was anyway. it wasn't really popping up, right? But yeah, no, the the problem with Neuer is that I wasn't he the one that lost the ball, which then led to the goal. Like if he doesn't lose the ball, then maybe he get away with it. Like if if Hummels gave it up, but I, mm-hmm. he was the one that gave it away. But Germany finished bottom of their group. Damn. Um, let me pull up and, the question. And, and 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 this was a weaker group than Italy's and Spain's and France's, arguably. Mexico, Sweden, South Korea, compared to what's it called, Chile, Holland, or England, Uruguay, or um, Denmark, Uruguay, you know. So, mm, you you raise a good point. Someone asks us a question um, relating to 
What 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 do you think of Werner not having a shot on goal all tournament? I look at Yoshim Love. You should have seen that. Okay, he's not ready for this. Let me go to try and trust Thomas Muller. Why is Muller playing wide right? Muller is tried and untested at this level. It's not working for Werner. Let me put Muller as a striker. But he kept on persisting that Werner would somehow make it through and make it happen, but it never happened. So, you know, you've got to blame. Because, look, he, he's young. It's his first World Cup, and it just wasn't working for him. And the manager has to come in and say, all right, you're young. Let me pr protect you. Let me put the more experienced player in that position, either Gomez or my preference, Muller as the main striker. Let's, let's, let's roll with what we, we know. But he didn't do it. And he f***ed up, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, okay, so have, have you read that book by, I think, Raf Honningstein? It's called Das Reboot. It, it, it takes the story of when, I think, Germany crashed out of the 2,000 euros. And Germany was basically like, never again. I think even oh, though yeah, in the 2004 yeah, yeah. euros, they crashed out. But but in, in I guess in the intervening period, they did make a World Cup final. But sto story being that Germany was like, never again. We're going to put a lot of money, time, effort into rebuilding our system. And it eventually led to them winning the 2014 World Cup. So, yeah, that's reboot. Now, do we think there's a Das Reboot 2.0 that Honningstein should be working on? Like, is this another point in time oh, where no, Germany I, I, might I, I have think, to switch? Yeah, I mean, I think to finish the bottom of your World Cup group, something that, is that Germany have never, ever experienced ever in their history. Mm. I think this is a reset button. Like for me, I I feel that Mola should still hang around. I think Kroos should hang around. Ozil, I'm not sure. Boateng, I'm not sure. Um, Kadira, he's out of there. Royce, maybe you're too old, man. You know, Yadier just maybe maybe you're too old. But I think Draxler, Brandt for for sure. Goretzka, Ven, I think they can form a new thing. But I think for sure, like I don't think it's as drastic because they're still talented players like in euro right. 2000 you could see that's like the, the the talent isn't there like even basically do you know what it was Go ahead. euro 2000 it was just like these players are not very good this is that these players are talented but the tactics aren't right but the key thing you could just tell that there's something wrong in the dressing room there's something wrong behind the scenes and that comes from the manager i think a different manager with fresh ideas with the, with the same players could you know you you have a, a different german team, but i just follow that his instructions just were not really getting through to these guys. And you could see that they were not really fully in, in harmony. And I think four years is a, is a long time. And I think you have to revitalize. You have to change it up. You know, you have to okay. come up with something. When Italy won in 2006, there was Lippi. Mm. Who was their manager in 2010? Lippi. Okay. Yeah. So so Prandelli was 14. Yeah, Prandelli was, was 14. Okay. Yeah. Um, when Spain won in 2010... Same manager in 2014, yes? Del, Del Bosque, yeah. Okay. So low, and he stays the next four years and he goes out. Now, I think there's a bit – it's weird with France because in 98, I don't think the same coach was there in 2002. Um, oh, no, 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 yeah. 2002 was – They changed. Roger Le Maire because Roger Le Maire was yes. the coach in Euro 2000. So. Right, because it, it wasn't uh, Jacquet. Yeah. Yeah, so – you might have a theory there if indeed Lippi was Italy manager in 2010. Oh, for sure. And, was, and then was. Del Bosque was manager in 2014, which we know. And then Lowe is here in 18. You you have to change it up because, as you say, four years is a really long time. Um, do you think the Sane thing was correct in hindsight? Now, we've, we've seen them crash out. Do we feel like um, he wouldn't have added anything to this team that could have been I mean, a bit like, different? Or? 
for me, I d- I don't think so because I think that even if Sane had come, which is which is a point that um, Drifty and the banter guys were making, even if he had been picked like over Brands, he'd only played the amounts of games that amounts of times time that that Brands had, and I think that there was something, there was a deeper problem with the team. You see, Sane looks good because Man City are a walking team. Dress room is good. Everything is good. I think that when the dress room isn't good, the team are not fully unified. And there isn't a working strategy that everybody really understands. That people are not really singing off the same sheets. Sane ain't Messi. And even Messi, the great Messi, look at how he's struggling with Argentina because things aren't right. So if mm. things aren't not right in the dressing room, one player can't change that. You know? So if just... Messi can't change it for Argentina... What do, what do they expect Sane to, to do? Not picking Sane might be indicative of a bigger problem that Lowe had in that I think maybe he was being a bit too smart for him for his own good. This player was great for Manchester City in the season. If you can't figure out a way to use him, that might mean there's something wrong with how you're planning to use him or what your system mm-hmm. is. If you can't use a player that's performed that well. Um, and again, I mean, a lot of that German team has been influenced by Pep. And Sané has been influenced by Pep. I know Germany is its own base. It's its own kind of team. It's not even – It's it, Germany is almost like a club team at this point because their manager has been there so long. So maybe this is a stupid point. But he should know how to play with those players in some way, being German, being with the Pep influence. I find it weird that he wasn't picked, but I just think it's low just being a little bit too smart for his own good. But you brought up a segue. We can leave Germany there. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next Euros. Um, I'm sure they'll bounce back, right? Um, let's see, man. <laughs> let's see. I, got, I mean, it's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be interesting because they have a lot of really, really good young managers who you feel could just come in yeah. the team and give them fresh British ideas. Team. No, I, I mean, love like because you know he signs like an an extension. That's Bro, weird. Tear tear that up, man. Tear up that contract. I'm sorry, man. Worst case, like he signed the contract and he's going to get paid for the next however many years. So, yeah. severance package, severance package. Uh, <laughs> why is Conte still Chelsea manager, and we're at round 16 of the World Cup? Come on. He still is? Just... Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's just a thought that came in my head, speaking of severance packages. All right. I mean, I don't even want to have this discussion, but I know where it's going to go. Let's start here. Croatia topped the group, all right? So, congratulations to Croatia, nine points. Well done. Um, you're on the right side of the bracket. We'll get to that later. Um, but let's talk about Nigeria and Argentina, man. What were your emotions watching that game? None. You have Instagram, bro. I think I've seen you. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Slight I mean, emotion. Yeah, <laughs> Slight. Okay, look, there, there, obviously there were emotions of when it's good. But I say, like, when everything is all said and done, there isn't, like, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing Nigerians saying, oh, my gosh, we were hard done, boy. It's so sad. The, 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 the team gave an effort. Shut the hell up and have a bloody reality check. You have no... You have no emotion to Rojo heading the ball onto his own hand, and then no. and they go into the review and just being like, "Nah, it's good." No, no, because <laughs> because if a Nigerian team is relying on VAR and and penalties, get the hell out of the the World Cup. Literally, Fair get enough. the hell out of the World Cup. Fair if enough, you're I mean. relying on penalties and technology to go through, get the hell out of the World Cup. And the fact that matter that they were crap against Croatia, Ahmed Musa beats Iceland, not Nigeria. Musa beats Iceland, and in the third game, first half they were crap. Second half they got better, and that is one of the worst Argentina teams I've ever seen. That mm. is arguably the worst Argentina team I've ever seen, and you couldn't manage a draw against. You should have beaten them. They were there for the beating. So the fact that you couldn't beat 
one of the worst, most dysfunctional, disorganized Argentina teams in history, shows that guys, nah, man, get the hell out of the, the World Cup. But you don't deserve to go through it. You have no sympathy from me, none. And, and, and also, the fact that a Gallo... <laughs> I was going to bring him up. <laughs> and, 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 and also, you wrote on your Instagram that's like, this was a good experience for you. I'm like, okay, you know what? Get the hell out of here, man. You know, so, so, so now this is like an, an experience. This is like a resort, like a safari. So, you know, get the hell out of here, man. What did he like, say? He was like, uh, it was pidgin English. I, my, I, can I don't care I, what he says, man. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't give a damn. The, the guy's a loser and he's a brick. I've been I can understand a little bit of pidgin. Come on. I just want to get the quarter. He was like, uh, for those wishing death on me, I'm someone else's child too, basically. Because he, that means he's, he knows that he's messed up because he's reading the messages on Instagram and people are wishing death on him. Ah, oh, man. Shout out to Moses, though. Good penalty. Actually, let's 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 stay here for a minute. Messi survived. Like Rojo, eighty something. I don't remember the exact minute, but Mar Maradona selling coke, cocaine. Yeah, yo. Okay. Now, what? did you know allegedly? And I've read this on Twitter. So if it's not real, apologies. But this is half entertainment, half education. <laughs> FIFA are paying Maradona ten k per appearance. As like an ambassador kind of thing, like every game Maradona shows up to, FIFA's giving him 10k sterling. Wow. Are they basically funding his drug habit? Allegedly, <laughs> is alle 10k is enough probably in Russia to get some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. I mean, I mean, you can get some some good white for 10k. <laughs> so, yo, he was off. I I don't know how people say hi around the world, but he was fucked up. He went through like all the stages of just high. I mean, I've never taken cocaine in my life, but I'm assuming those are the stages. Up, down, sleepy, passed out, in hospital, maybe not in hospital. Like, we need to check on... Oh, no, 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 no. See, that was a lie. He was never sent to hospital. He was treated at the stadium. If nurses and doctors come into the room, isn't the room some version of a hospital? You see, like, if you're being taken to hospital, I think that is far more serious than just being like, treated great. on yeah, site. Okay. No, no, because it's like, once you're admitted, oh... We need better equipment to read fit. But if you're treated on site, it's not as serious as actually having to go to hospital. He must so. have passed out. Yo, he flipped off your people as well. Like, <laughs> look, it's look, it's Maradona. But, but, but did you see him dancing with a Nigerian lady? <laughs> was slight, it was slightly creepy. It was slightly creepy. It was almost yeah. like he forced her to dance. I didn't, I didn't really like those, those images. But no, 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 she wanted to dance with Maradona because it's Maradona, and everybody in Nigeria knows who Maradona is. So she definitely wanted to dance with Maradona. So according to Hepo, uh, now Messi survives. We got to give him credit that his goal was impeccable. I mean, obviously, I think the goalkeeper could have done a bit better, but he's nineteen. We got to give him a little bit of time to grow. But the yeah, touch, I mean, the, the no, the no, control. no, great touch, but the keeper man was. He's 19, okay? Give 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 us all some time. Like he'll be all right. But uh yeah, man, the like the slow motion replay of when it goes from the thigh to his foot and the ball doesn't move, that's like porn. That's <laughs> it's beautiful, man. Like I don't even know what to say. Not saying porn is always beautiful, but that was like football porn in a way. Like that oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. touch, man. Um and was that a right foot finish? Must have yeah, been yeah, right foot, right foot. <laughs> Messy, man. He, no, he I, got I it done. He got it done. Totally no, no, no excuses about the fact that he had to score with his right foot. No excuses. But, but basically, the, the key thing is like that's what Argentina need to happen. Messi should just be the, the striker. The main ploy is just get 
that ball to him, which is what Christian has to do for Portugal. So forget about trying to be a creator and playmaker. No. Instead, obviously, me creating for you guys obviously doesn't work because he guy is, is, a, is a brick. But you instead, you guys just create for me. I'm going to sleep in the box. You get that ball to me. Long ball, roots one, cross, whatever. Just get that ball in the box to me or in that danger area and let me do what I can do in that it's in the other the box and that's it. Stay in South America, but we, we'll, we'll go Brazil. We're not going to go group by group. Got Coutinho through. is Neymar's biological father. Carry on. <laughs> Was 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 it Coutinho's pass to Paulinho? Yeah, that was one of the balls of the tournament. I mean, you have the Hummus one, which is up there, but mm. Coutinho's pass to Paulinho, and then he takes the touch that puts it over the the keeper. I mean, Brazil survive is kind of the the lesson of this group stage. I mean, they haven't been great, but they've been good enough. I mean, Marcelo went out. I don't know if he's going to be out for the knockout man, rounds. I'm sad to see that. Hopefully not, man. Hopefully not. When you just look at Brazil's squad, they have two players in every position. Felipe Luiz is no slouch. Felipe Luiz might... He's good. I, I, no, that guy you, is good. You are going to hate this, right? But let me finish. Felipe Luiz could be he's, an upgrade he's, he's, in some way over Marcelo in that he's more defensively solid. Like, you know he's yeah, going like, to be yeah, at yeah, left sure, back. Yeah. Marcelo will end up at right wing at times, which leaves gaps for, you know, Miranda, Silva. What who, who, Marcelo defense. gives you, man. What exactly. it gives you offensively, no no player on the planet gives you that offensively. This is, it's facts, it's facts. But I feel like every game, you're going to look at them and be like, they're the favorite. If they play France, you're probably going to lean Brazil. If they play Spain, you're probably going to lean Brazil, even though they haven't looked that great. What, what has been your view on Brazil in the group stage? I can see some of that Brazilian old style there, but kids, babies, children, I don't see men here. Um, Neymar is acting like a prima donna. You know, He's pretty much like rolling around after every single tackle. <laughs> and I, I, I don't see a team that can go and win a World Cup because, like, Ronaldo and Rivaldo, like, when he, when he looked into their eyes, they're like, okay, you know, these guys are here for this cup. <laughs> when he looked into their eyes, like, when he looked at Romario and Roberto's eyes, you're like, okay, wow, we're here for this cup. I, I don't see it in these guys' eyes that, okay, well, well, we're here to get this trophy. I, I, I just, I just don't, don't see it in them. They, 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 don't have, they have the talent, they don't have the, the character. Do you, okay, do you think kind of like Germany that Brazil might be too talented for their own good. Now, I remember you said at the beginning of the tournament, Germany wouldn't win because they're too talented. Mm. Maybe maybe you were right. I'll, I'll give you credit. Plus one in the category. I wish I had a, like a cha-ching sound effect I could put here. Plus one to have hope. Do you think Brazil could kind of be in that same situation where, like, why doesn't Firmino play more? Don't get me wrong. Jesus is useful. But it, mm. he doesn't seem ready. You know what I mean? Like it, he seems like he's gonna be good in the future. Depends it, it, on it, the on the opposition. Like I think like against Serbia, I don't think it's worked because that's a they're much taller, they're much more more physical, so they're able to muscle them out. Whether Femina will have much more of an impact, but if you're playing against a more attacking team that gives you space, Jesus is far better. It, but it I, just doesn't feel like he's going to score. Do you know what I mean? Like when oh yeah. when he gets the ball, it doesn't feel like ooh, this could be a goal. Like Brazil have always had that guy that's okay. This this is a guy that can get our goals. Like Ronaldo, exactly. Romario, whoever. Like this was a guy that was gonna get us our goals. And who knows if they didn't get that sending off, Luis Fabiano could have been their guy in 2010. So I mean it's it's an interesting case in that, you know, Neymar is probably gonna have to be the guy that gets the goals. But then as you say, he's more happy to get free kicks and fouls than he is to stay on his feet and maybe get a shot off, it seems. Which which um, which which doesn't work, man. That's not the Brazilian way. The Brazilian way is that they just over talentize you. Yes, I made a, <laughs> a new word. They over over talentize you. You know, there's just something missing about this Brazil team. 
Um, and I think it's the striker, but uh, that might be just looking at it kind of lazily. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, but there, I'm, I'm, there just I'm, isn't a basically... guy who I'm like, this guy's going to score. And if the guy who you think is going to score is Coutinho. Mm. Uh... That's not, I mean, basically, you look at Brazil in 2002, like, you look at that goal, look at both goals against England, but especially the, the first goal, and you look at what Ronaldinho did for mm. that first goal, where literally he made Ashley Cole do the Macarena, you know, <laughs> on his feet. And then you look at what Ronaldo did to, to get that goal against Turkey and how he was able just to pretty much make that goal himself. Brazil just lack that guy. Like, who knows? Maybe they will unleash themselves, but Brazil can't win the World Cup playing just as a team. They need a hero or a co-hero. So, and I don't see that yet. I don't see a guy where, okay, this is the guy that is going to just somehow find a way to score for these dudes. So, um, All right. Someone asked us a question. Um, Boris Mason asks, I think we can all agree that bar today, Poland have been the biggest disgrace at this World Cup in terms of expectation. What needs to change for things to be different in, two, in 2022? So Poland beat Japan um, in the Group H finale, I suppose. They didn't play bad. I mean, I was watching that game more than I was watching the Senegal Colombia game because I was kind of nervous. So I was just like, let me watch a different game because I don't want to watch what's about to happen. And what happened inevitably happened, right? But uh, I was watching Poland. You know, it was a dis- Poland. Lewandowski had a good chance to go up 2 0. And if he scores mm. that, maybe Senegal go through. They were just mad sloppy, mad wasteful. They're not good. <laughs> we can put it like that. And then Japan. Good, Japan were basically happy to lose as long as it was by one goal. Oh, yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the last should, 10 minutes of the sense. game, I, I mean, it made sense to a point. But then it's like, okay, so what happens if Senegal score? Like Japan's game was going to finish before the Senegal game. So they were just happy just to like let that last 45 seconds or whatever happened in the Senegal game and be like, look, if they score, they score. But we're not. We're going to make sure Poland don't score on us. Mm. Um, that way the, the tiebreaker can be in our favor. We'll get to the tiebreaker in a second. Yeah, man, I just I don't like in the last game of group stages with like the last five minutes if the teams have nothing to play for. They just kind of kick the ball around. One team doesn't press. The other one's happy to keep it in the back. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's about this is the results business, man. This I know, but it's, it's disrespectful to the game in that Poland were happy to just be up 1-0. Fair enough. You don't want to go – I mean, if you have three points, take three points, especially when you lost the first two games. But there was just something about it where you're like Poland, like – attack like try something try to press these guys don't just let japan have the ball for the last eight minutes and pass it around their four defenders it was disgraceful man i just i hate i hate watching it man that's 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 football man it's results man fair enough Get one of the results um, you want to make it happen no look like senegal senegal only have themselves to blame as to why they went out because they controlled uh, colombia they they didn't only fired them colombia were hardly in the game they tactically Senegal just figured out Colombia's game totally. Tactically, they were just like outclassed. But do you think part of that had to do with no, Hamas? No, 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 no. Even when Hamas was on the pitch, Colombia just hmm. couldn't find spaces. They couldn't get into the game, and Senegal were just kept on tackling them and they and just dispossessing them. So like they just couldn't figure them out. Even when Hamas was on the pitch, and when when he even left, I was like, like, there's nothing there. So, but Yerimina, man, huge, two huge goals, two goals like, in two open, games, yeah, yeah. Huge. Um, all right, so we, we've got some questions on this one. People have some funny suggestions. Actually, I'll ask, ask, ask this small one first. Who has a higher ceiling, Senegal or Nigeria? 
It's just a one-off from Fallen Angel Air. I mean, really? Is that, is that a real question? Someone wants um, to know. <laughs> so, fair enough. I, I would say, based on the 23 people that were taken to the tournament, I'd go with Senegal. But I'm assuming Nigeria has other players that maybe should be selected, going by what I know from Have Hope, that there's some kids under the bridge who are apparently the second coming of Diego Maradona and JJ yep. Kocha. And they're under a bridge, just if somebody would go look. Yep. Um, but just going on the teams that were selected, I like Senegal's manager, Cisse, and I like the team that they have, and they're relatively young. All right, here we go. From Dahir, with the controversy surrounding Japan's qualification ahead of Senegal due to accumulating less bookings, how do you accumulate less? Do you think FIFA needs to review different ways in which to separate two teams with identical standings? And forward always asks, with the controversy surrounding Senegal's elimination from the World Cup on yellow cards, what do you make of the idea of a next day 11-man penalty shootout to settle it so the new criteria would go points, goal difference, head-to-head, goal scored, penalty shootout? So um, Senegal and Japan tied on everything. Goal scored, goals against, points. They drew their game. Yeah, they were just even, basically. But the only thing that uh, Japan had in their favor was they had less bookings. So FIFA's fair play... Um, I guess tiebreak was in Japan's favor. Japan go through to the round of 16, and now they play Belgium. I want to get your thoughts first on the idea of bookings being a tiebreak. For me, like, okay, it isn't... It's basically, I've, I've got two angles from this. Like, the, the one angle is, okay, I think that you should you should only go out based on something that's a footballing decision. And referees are sub, sub, subjective. So a yellow card for one referee is not a yellow card for another referee. So you going on by that is a bit unfair because, again, it's subjective based on the referee. But my second angle is that I have no sympathy towards Senegal going out based on that because you had more opportunities to... You had more than enough opportunities to beat Colombia and you knew what the rules were. You knew what the rules were. So knowing what the rules are, don't allow yourself to be in a position where you're going out via that. Win the game, get the points, so that isn't even that that doesn't even come in it into play. So you fail to do that. You know what the rules are. I know that man. If we lose this, it's very likely that we're actually going to go out. So again, Senegal, you really have yourselves to blame, and I, you have no sympathy from from me, and that shouldn't be used as an, ex, as an ex, excuse. So looking lo- looking outside of Senegal, do you have the same reaction? Is it just any team? that puts themselves in that situation, you have no sympathy? Or oh, do you 100%. have sympathy for the rule? Um, oh, no, no, no. I mean, any team that puts themselves in that situation, I have no sympathy. Because when you're playing, you shouldn't even play via trying to have fair play. Just play with, with what you play. But my main aim, for me, manager, I'm like, my main aim is that we are going through either via points or goals scored or goal did difference. Because I'm building my team in order to win every single game or to score as many goals as as possible because I'm much more offensive and attack minded if I'm I'm a coach. So I'm I am building my team in the way in which I don't want us to even have that to be the 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 terminal as to whether we go out or in. So that's my thing, man. You know, she, 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 that cannot be used as, as an excuse of like, oh man, why are you using yellow cards? Well, win the flipping game, man. You know. I mean, look, look. Okay, that's that's a that's a good argument. I guess it's compelling to a point. My issue with the yellow cards being a tiebreak, I think you pointed to it in the first instance, 
but I might go a bit deeper. It's subjective. Now, if let's say you had there are six games in each group, and you have the same what three, two or three referees that officiate each match. That way, there's some consistency in the ways that bookings are handed out. Assuming a referee wouldn't change his or her character、um, over the course of four or five days, that might be fair.、Um, But to have di- probably different referees for every match in the group, or maybe you might have like one referee that does two in the same group, or whatever the case may be, I think it's a bit subjective, as you say, and unfair, because some referees are more strict, others are more lenient, and if you're booked in one match, or a foul that's in one match might not be a foul that's in another. Same way, a yellow card that's in one match might not be the same that's in another. So let's say if Japan had more lenient. Referees in the two games that they didn't play Senegal, then maybe there would have been bookings if another referee had done it. So I just think that whole thing is very, very subjective. Going deeper though, and now I would need evidence for this. I don't have any evidence, but this is just my hypothesis, looking at society and how I think people are treated, either fairly or unfairly. There's something in me that feels like you're less likely to book someone who looks like you, and also there's this ingrained thing that African teams are. It's just pace, More power,、physical. thunder, fury, physical workhorse, all of this. So any challenge that looks like it perhaps could be a yellow card, you're more likely to give that to a black person than you are a Japanese person or maybe someone from Poland, perhaps. So I think if you add those two, that I think there's bias in the way that certain people and countries are officiated, then you're putting certain countries and people at a disadvantage. If you're using a subjective measure to have a tiebreak, you see, like what you're saying is very right, and it's it's very interesting, and I think that there there is truth to it. But you're going round a path that I call the losers' men- mentality, <laughs> because the、Just、whole thing. Just win the like, game. I know your 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 idea is to win the game. Like if you're good enough, let me get fifty yellow cards. Okay, book me for if I wasn't fine. Who cares? If you're good enough, I won the game. Oh, woo, I got eighty yellow cards. Well, that's not going to mean anything because I just I just beat you by me being better than you. There has to be a winning mentality into these African teams because I, what I see from a lot of Africans and people like that, too many excuses. Nigeria, what's your excuse? Oh my gosh, we should have had that penalty. Oroho handed the ball. He looks at the VAR. He didn't give the penalty. Blah blah. Oh, Senegal. Oh my gosh, look at us. We were given these yellow cards. Look at how unlucky we were. Stop with the excuses and be better. Have better quality. As I was saying to my friend, as I was saying, I'm sorry. The Africa just has not had enough quality in this tournament, and they didn't deserve to go through. People hated me me for this year, but、um, in Senegal against Japan, I said no. Japan were the better team, and guys said, "Oh gosh, like look at you. You don't like African teams. Why are you so?" I'm sorry. Japan were the better team. Japan have for me have been the most surprising team this World Cup so so far. Some of the football that they've played and their passing has been. Really good, and for me, I'll be real. Quality-wise, the the two best teams went through. I don't know if that's true. So you're telling me that Senegal showed better quality than Japan? We don't know because Japan played for 87 minutes against 10 men Colombia, and Colombia looked better. At the same time, the reason they played against 10 men was virtue of what Japan did well, because. If Carlos Sanchez doesn't doesn't throw his hand, it's a, it's it's a goal. So people say, oh no no, oh Colombia were done. No, Japan forced Colombia to be done to them because they capitalized and they ended up having to to do a handball based on how Japan put themselves in a good position. So they end to that advantage. 
Senegal are very good defensively and they're very good tactically. So Ali Cisse, tactically, the, the team is very much on point and they do play without African spirit. But quite, like Niang is a brick. Niang is a brick. <laughs> Chill. No, no, no. He wasn't a brick. You know, he's a brick. Take your boys away. He is a brick. He's I will brick. admit that I do have a, a, a bias, okay, that I'm African. I want African teams to do well. But if Senegal had gone through and Japan would have, let's say Japan had more yellow cards than Senegal, I would still be upset or feel some way that that is the tie break. Now, would I be as mad? Probably not, because I have my own biases. And to quote Marlo from The Wire, my name is my name, right? Mm. But I would still feel a way if Japan had to go out because they had more bookings. I think it's a stupid way to delineate who should go through and who shouldn't. I think lots are more fair. Okay, let me quote my brother. And this is what my brother said that that is so true. Because a lot of people say, man, like, is it so harsh to go out via penalties and my brother said that penalties is the perfect punishment because you were given 120 minutes and you couldn't score that's better way to, to go out i feel that if you couldn't get enough points you couldn't score enough goals you couldn't consider less goals you deserve to, to go out via yellow cards that's your punishment okay oh, no, okay okay that's but your punishment. If, no okay but if the other team didn't score more goals than you had the same amount of points. They've done nothing really better than you, no, football-wise, no, 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 in order to no, get the no, advantage. No. Worry about your, your, yourself. You're still having a loser's mentality. The a team winner's with mentality. The least is... amount of yellow cards goes through. How how is a yellow card a reasonable, objective measure to separate one team from another? It's your it's your punishment for not being better. <laughs> it's your punishment for not for not for not like, no, like, the... you are feeding. You're feeding Senegal a loser's mentality. Wait, okay, no, no, fair enough, fair enough, okay. But why do Japan get rewarded for failing? Because Japan weren't better than Senegal, so why did Japan get rewarded? And then because the, 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 the rule is stupid. No, no, no. Look, at the end of the day, <laughs> those are the rules. Now, I may say that's okay. The I, rules I are it, stupid, which is my whole point. No, 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 no. But, 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 but even if they're, they're stupid, my my main thing is that. They may be stupid, but you know what the rules are. And Fair. the point I made, no, no, the, the point I made to begin with is that don't allow yourselves to be put in that position. And the thing is that, hence why I said, don't forget the rules. Just look at the game. Against Japan, you were leading twice and you gave away the lead twice. Against Colombia, you dominated the entire game. You dominated the entire game, but you showed horrible quality in the final third. Because of that and your lack of quality, you deserve to go out via yellow cards. That's your punishment. And the main thing is, I'm sorry, African teams. I'm just, I'm not going to be a cheerleader. I want you to do well, but this is—it's called. It's not. I'm, I'm, I'm past Africa. They were trash at this World Cup. We were trash. I'll yeah. even say. Yeah. But that's irrelevant right now. The point is, what is the way to tie-break teams that's not included with subjective outcomes or subjective measures? Like I we're having we're, we're having two totally different arguments because you want to hammer Senegal. Go for oh, it. No, 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 no. Beat no. them up if you have to. Like if you see a Senegalese slap them in the street, but <laughs> but like I'm I'm talking about something different here. What what should we do to where this doesn't happen? Or or you, are you, you saying you don't care? I'm fully in support with it being like with the with the yellow cards and fair play. Oh boy. I mean no no no. I mean I mean I mean in support of it because first of all, I think first of all, fair play should be should be encouraged yes the referee's objective and, and so forth but more or less you know the the referee pretty much um gets it right and i think fair play should be encouraged now uh, you, no. there may be some truth in you saying okay well 
African guys are um, maybe much more harshly treated with regards to the bookings that, that they get. That's that's just a perception I have more oh, okay, than okay, but no, but, actual but, fact. But my but my main thing is that I like that it's like this because again, you have you're given so many chances to be better than the other team. So if you couldn't score more goals than than them, you couldn't concede more goals than them. Your goal difference couldn't be better. You do deserve to go out via yellow cards. Be better. Do better. I, I think lots are more fair in that lots aren't subjective. Lots are you're in, you're out, it's black, it's white. Yellow cards, there's gray area. And if there's gray area, it's unfair to both teams to put yourself in a situation where a gray area Excuses. is being is, is judging you. Not, it's not necessarily an excuse. It's just a fundamental disagreement with how things are done. If you're going to tie break, if, if all the other measures for a tie break are objective, goals, goals scored against, points, those are objective facts. A yellow card is not necessarily a fact other than the fact that the referee thinks it's one, which can be right or wrong. We've seen yellow cards and red cards, well, maybe not red cards yet, but we've seen cards be VAR reviews that yellow cards end up happening where they should have or where they didn't. The, the idea that something subjective means a team goes home, I find dumb. So I would rather the old situation where it's like, go, it's your points, then goal difference, then goal scored, goals conceded. Then you go to the actual game between the two teams, who scored the most, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then once you get through the six or seven tie breaks, fair enough. There's there's nothing separating you two over the course of these three games. Flip a coin. But we're getting stuck. Um, best and worst teams of the group stage? Um, Poland, Panama, Saudi Arabia, Nigeria. Egypt over Saudi Arabia, because Saudi Arabia played really well in that game. So, so, so yeah, so Egypt, Nigeria, Panama, Poland. Egypt were bad, like really bad. Just based on the level of expectation, I would say Poland. Also to the point, like, what can they do by 2022? I don't know. Just You just have to hope that Lewandowski... Well, no, Lewandowski is going to be 35 years old by the time the November, December 2022 World Cup comes around. So hopefully you guys have some young players that's coming up. Um, and you guys can maybe use 2022 as a platform to build and maybe talk about 2026 or 2030. But you'll, you'll, you'll be lucky to qualify. So, yeah, I would go Poland based on expectations, but just based on general play, I'd probably put Egypt last. Best teams from the group stage? Um, I think we have to say Sweden, top in their group. I don't think anybody expected that, so maybe that's one. Oh, Germany are disappointing. Germany oh, could yeah. be the worst. They got their three points from 94, 95-minute free kick. So, yeah, they they're, they have to be there. Best teams, though. Belgium, but who do they play, really? England, who do they play, really? Colombia, when they were at full strength, looked good to me. Not really Russia. Russia. Russia did what they had to do. Who's who's your best teams that you can think of? Croatia, Spain, Brazil. Croatia. Croatia were amazing, weren't they? Yeah. Okay, so worst players. Worst and best players from the group stage. Neyong, Igalo, um, the um, I think Osama, the Saudi Arabia, the defender. <laughs> um who else? Who else? Oh, Gedesh for Gedesh. Portugal. See, he got hyped yeah. into a situation where yeah, 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 yeah. Only like, I think the guy who has one of the biggest breaks here, man. Pele, Maradona levels of excellence were going to make him seem even good. Modric has been the player of the tournament so far. Coutinho, Coutinho's bald. Um, wait, 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 wait. How has how's Cristiano been? Based on what uh, you said, best won. player. Did he say best goal scorer or best player? Best player. What has what has Cristiano done as a player? Listen, it's too late to have this argument. Okay, he won that. He got three goals in the first game that won them a point. 
and he won the game against Morocco. So there you go. That's why. <laughs> Four points have no, his name no, on No, no, no. Goal scored, not, not play. Don't put him in the same category as Modric and Isco and Coutinho. Nah, it's not happening. Goal, goal scorer, but not players. That's, that's how I work. Yo, bro. okay. If we're going to talk goal scorers, have you, were you impressed with Kane? Or is it just like those goals are just... Eh? Oh, no, 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 no. But no, no. Kane goals. Again, like Kane, he has shown... Basically, Kane and Cristiano can both be in the same um, comparison of like the key goals that they've scored. But as far as play, footballing play, it's been Isco, Modric, Coutinho. Okay. And if we can just take a quick look at the round of 16, I guess we might as well since we're here. Um, it's on Saturday. Look, don't, <laughs> I feel like we were here two years ago, um, just that it was flipped. You want to be on the on the right side of the draw, not the left, right? Yep. Let's see. How many traditionally good teams are on this right side? You have Spain, Croatia, and Colombia and England are going to knock each other out. So Sweden should be Germany. If Germany's on this side, it looks even. But because Sweden did well and advanced, it's basically a Euro with Colombia in it. I mean, if Spain don't get to the final, I think that'd be weird. But they do have to face Croatia, we think. But we'll get there. Um, the other side is just tough, man. Uruguay, Portugal, France, Argentina, who knows? Brazil, Mexico. Not just You can't just put Brazil in the quarterfinal. And then Belgium, Japan. I mean, I think a lot of people would put Belgium, but you can't just rule out Japan. This is going to be a very, very interesting knockout stage. I hope the knockout stage is as good as the groups. Um, the groups had a lot of drama. They had goals. They had excitement, controversy, obviously. Do you Are you any closer to coming up with a winner here? Basically, I think that it's either going to be Spain or the winner of Portugal-Uruguay. But keep an eye out who wins between Portugal and Uruguay, man. How about Uruguay lose, France lose, and we get Portugal-Argentina in the quarterfinal? I mean, okay. social Social media would love that. It would explode, especially if like Messi lost and Cristiano scored a couple. That'd be crazy. And also, they're so stupid. And like, if those guys did what they they should have, I would say if Argentina won their group, then they probably wouldn't meet until the final. How about we do it this way? We'll just go through eight games. You don't have to tell me who's going to win, but you can tell me where you're leaning. Uruguay, Portugal. Too close to call. France, Argentina. I've got a funny feeling about Argentina, man. Like, France should win it on paper based on how crap Argentina are. I've got a funny feeling about the fact that Argentina just made this out the way they did. I've just got a funny feeling that Argentina somehow, some way, may be able just to just mess things up and just really like get through against France somehow. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Uruguay versus France in that in that quarterfinal because I think everybody wants Portugal Argentina. I think it's gonna be the opposite. Brazil Mexico. What do you think? Oh look, like that's Brazil man. all all day. Belgium Japan. Oh, Belgium, easily. Easily, easily. Belgium, Belgium, easily. Okay, yeah, I agree, I agree. Brazil, Belgium. I would love that game, by the way. All right, and then we move to the other side. Spain, Russia. Any chance that Russia can knock off Spain? I, th- I think you- R- Russia will, will, will give them a few scares, but I just think Spain's quality will see them through. through. Uh, Croatia, Denmark. Any chance for Denmark here? I don't think so. Croatia should, no, no, Croatia should get that done. It, it, it'll be tough, but I think they'll just edge, edge, edge them out with their quality. So Spain, Croatia, we agree there. Sweden, Switzerland, like the, nobody expected that Tough. round of sixteen matchup. Um, like again, too close to to call. That can go either way, man. 50-50, man. That, that's, that's that's a close one. I'm gonna go with Switzerland. I just think they have a little bit more. But then again, everyone has doubted Sweden, Sweden at group, every man. turn. Yeah. Every turn, people have doubted them. Against Italy, they were doubted. Against uh, Germany, Mexico, in that group, they were doubted. So now we doubt you again. Would it surprise me if they made the quarterfinal? No. 
but I like I think Switzerland. I think Switzerland. And then we have Colombia, England. That's gonna be an interesting match. I really can't call that one, man. Like, because I, I, I watched Colombia against Senegal today. I'm like, if England can somehow set themselves up in a particular kind of way, Colombia, I think you just have to know how to set up against them. Then they may be difficult to come through. And I think England could then you know, be like, okay, you know what? Let's 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 let's, let's make something happen. So yeah, I mean, are, are you excited? Are, okay, how how about this? Are you more excited now than when you were at the beginning? The World Cup really starts from the from the quarterfinals. That's when the World Cup really starts. Like from the quarterfinals, that's when okay, this is when it gets very serious and real. Because quarterfinals is where okay, everybody is now like you have to be actually at your peak now. That's when it's like this is now peak peak World Cup now. So we are slowly getting to where it's it's it, it gets real big, big time. I I don't know if I'm as excited at the beginning. Because a lot of people have been knocked. Like Germany, that's a gut punch, you know? I really wanted to see them against Brazil. I wanted that game so bad. This is our just kind of roundup, look in, whatever the case may be. We will be here at the end of the round of 16. So there'll be a podcast for you on Wednesday of next week. And we will review the round of 16, look at the quarterfinals. Hopefully we get some really, really good games in the meantime, some good action. This has been Talking Tactics. Remember to follow us on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes if you haven't. Um, you can follow me at Daniel to look. Have hope. Where can the people get at you? Follow me at Have Hope Hot Baby. Indeed. All right. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.